Welcome to the Ozone. Hello and welcome to the Ozone. I'm your host, Jeff Hazard, Assistant Director of Athletics and Sports Information Director here at the college. And on today's episode, we are going to welcome in and spend a little time with 2021 Hall of Fame inductee, Andrea Bradford Decker. Welcome to the show, Andrea. Hello, thank you for having me. Well, uh, first of all, on behalf of the Hall of Fame committee, we would like to congratulate you, or congratulate, boy, if I can get that right, congratulate you on your induction into our Hall of Fame and, and certainly a well-deserved honor. Oh, thank you very much. I'm very humbled by it. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, kind of we start with it and just say, you know, what kind of feelings do you have about now being considered a Hall of Fame pl uh, softball player? I don't know. Part of me feels like I don't deserve it because I, I don't know. I just, I loved playing and that's right. all I wanted to do, play. But uh, I'm definitely humbled. I'm very grateful. Right. Well, certainly uh, just so some of the people at home will find out what you, I mean, you were a four-time all-conference, three-time all-region. I mean, you played on a couple of SUNYAC championship teams. You went to the NCAA tournament a couple of times. Uh, Four-year starting catcher. It's really um, funny because earlier, you know, I, we also being inducted, Chris Williams, he was a four-year starting catcher for the baseball team. So this year we've got two catchers going in, which is probably the hardest position in both sports. Uh, so it's really kind of uh, unique. And when you get a chance to meet him in June, I'm sure you'll have plenty of stories uh, from behind the plate, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, for, <laughs> for sure. That'd be a nice yeah. conversation to have. Yeah. So um, I really would like to start about, you know, why did you you know, choose Oneana and how'd you find your way here? Well, um, I know my steps were ordered, uh, even if I really wasn't aware of what I was deciding back then. I was a late bloomer in all respects, so. Um, but I feel a big part of my reason for attending Oneonta, um, both of my aunt and uncle, uh, who are married, my father's sister, and her husband, they attended Odeonta, and uh, I don't know. I, not that I really remember um, specific stories that they had other than, oh, it's beautiful up there, and that's where we got our education degrees, and I don't know, I just, I remember touring, and I just, I enjoyed the campus, and it's, I don't know, it's pretty simple, yeah. pretty simple. And, you know, the fact that they had uh, softball available was definitely a perk. <laughs> right, right. Uh, what was it like? Um you know, being, uh, I guess, recruited by uh, Coach Fuelling, who's a very unique individual himself. Yes, he's very <laughs> unique. I, uh, I can remember him and uh, Speranzi yeah. coming to one of my high school games, and um, I don't know. I mean, I was completely in the zone and just, you know, catching and playing, and I don't, honestly, I don't really recall the conversation that we had after the game. Um, I remember Speranzi said, you have a cannon. That's really what I remember. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I was, I was a lot shyer back then. So just, I don't know, maybe a little just awestruck that right. someone would come watch me and, you know, would want me after high school. It was, it was nice. Yeah. It was, it was so, nice. <laughs> yeah, so when you got here, certainly that group that you played with, that freshman group, uh, I think, you know, Lane is in the Hall of Fame, Melissa's in the yeah. Hall of Fame, uh, Liz McGrail's yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Allison Miller. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so you've got quite a few players that you came, you know, when you came into the program, you already, 
or they already had established or even just that next group of players that Coach Welling felt probably could be pretty good. So what did that yeah. feel like? Oh, man, that was great. I, I definitely recognized the level of talent that each of them had. So just being a part of that was a blessing in itself and the camaraderie and it, things were just great. It was a smooth transition. Right, right. Um, and so what were the expectations? I mean, you know, here you are, the freshman and, you know, Coach Welling put you right behind the plate, you know, day one, and now you're catching Allison Weller and, you know, who's pretty special pitcher. Yeah. I mean, what was that like? Oh, I, I feel like it was no big difference coming from high school because I came from a pretty strong program and having the opportunity to play uh, summer ball and playing against top-notch girls. Um, I wasn't intimidated at all. I was welcoming the chance to catch for her. And, you know, the big difference between high school and college for me was in high school, you know, I would refer to my coach for signs and kind of learn the game yeah. and learn the batters. Um, Flew, he just let me go. He was go. And I, I really believe I developed a lot more confidence and independence behind the plate because I, he let me just go and, right, and right. call the pitching. And, you know, it was great because Beebs, we called her Beebs, um, she just was a strong pitcher and she knew what she was doing and she trusted me. So yeah. we had that great pitcher-catcher battery uh, relationship there. Right, which is important if you want to have any success. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, certainly, um, you know, uh, do you have, like, what are some of the memories that you have from some of those years and some of those teams? I remember uh, freshman year fall ball, we went to West Point. So I was like, okay, we're kind of back home. And um, I didn't start catching um, right away. I was in the outfield. It was, you know, I think Lou was just trying to figure out, you know, yeah. where put me best. And I remember my one of my first at bats, I believe it was against Carolyn Kopka, who was a former Minnesota graduate like myself. And, uh, I remember one specific at bat, and I was just so excited yeah. just to mention that, but uh, changeup came in and I went around to hit it like a regular fastball and I pulled my bat back and then just laid a little bunt down and I, I beat it out. I tripped over first base, of course, so yeah. great, my debut, <laughs> I fall. Um, but I can remember that at bat and I don't remember getting, you know, many hits in the outfield. Um, but then uh, he gave flu gave me a chance to catch and that was the moment that he was like okay you're it you're gonna catch you're behind the plate every game um so that was you know freshman year and just just the memories of uh traveling down south somewhere in the yeah. good old o-state van just building relationships with teammates um Oh my gosh, I remember my one and only home run uh, over the fence. It was my freshman or sophomore year. I'd have to look back. I have the, the signed ball, 98. Yeah. I, it was freshman year. And uh, I just remember playing some Floridian team and pitch came in low and inside and I just teed off and it felt effortless. Like I barely put any muscle behind it and it just shot and I was just like, I was in shock because I'm not, I wasn't a home run hitter yeah, and it yeah. just flew off the bat and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> one and only got the game ball. That was great. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. And of course, um, 
sophomore, spring of sophomore year when Allison Weller was a senior and we won Zuniacs, that last, that last ball that I caught in my glove, yeah, and it was yeah. the end, and yeah. oh my gosh, a big celebration, and of course, when we went to Ithaca uh, my senior year and, you know, lost to Ithaca, but that was, I mean, that was just great all around. It didn't matter. I didn't care if we won or lost. It was just great to have that level of competition. Right. I mean, it would have been nice to win, obviously, but, uh, right. oh, my goodness. And then winning the SUNYAC's senior year, kind of going out of order, but. Uh, That's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, just Of course, um, you know, Liz McGrail sends along her congratulations and hello as well. And uh, she, I was like, you know, do you have any stories or memories of Andrea? And she was talking about this one instance where uh, I guess either a bunt was laid down and somebody, you went to throw the ball to first base to get somebody out and, and Beth Oppenheimer was covering and she just ducked and it like hit her in the head or something and Liz thought it sounded like the sound it made sounded like it hit like a batting helmet or something. Um, I might have. I know I, I pegged uh, Missy Labar in the back at practice. She took a lead off there, and I just whacked it, and it just hit her in the back. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, it, she was in line. She was in the line. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, that was fun, throwing out runners, of course. But, yeah, uh, and she was talking about the, um, uh, your trips down south with uh, flu in his, um, uh, the Winnebago or whatever, the, the, the yeah. camper. <laughs> and then, yeah, the dogs and the, and the dog hair like whatever that that was life but uh oh my gosh i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good times though yes i think they're very unique i don't think any other team would have those kinds of memories yeah. in any other school honestly yeah yeah, yeah. um oh, yeah. tell her i said hello if you see her i don't know what she's up to but uh, she's actually our head woman soccer coach get out of here how yeah. long has she been doing that uh she's been here for more than a dozen years now Oh my gosh! Because I I know uh, Tracy Ranieri, she just retired. retired. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I had no idea Liz took the reins. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. When uh, when Wonderful. Tracy became the athletic director, uh, Liz was hired as the women's yeah. soccer coach. Oh my gosh! Yeah. That's great. Yeah, That's she's great. been doing a nice job. Itself. She's, I mean, this I year, yeah, this year she kind of struggled a little bit, but she has some pretty good young players. I think a lot of teams struggled due to COVID and having a year yeah. off and. Everyone's yeah. been set back. In yeah, some it's way. been pretty brutal. And for you, you know, maybe we can transition a little bit into uh, you've been in as a school teacher for the last 20 years, right? Yeah, my 20th will start January 2nd. Yeah. And you've been I've been in the same building, yes. Yes. And you've been teaching uh, elementary and kindergarten? Yeah, I started, uh, I don't know if you want to know, you can edit, right? I mean, yeah. I still taught uh, yeah. second grade there in the fall of 01. Um, I actually stayed uh, for another semester to earn my coaching credits. Um, so that forced me to graduate in December, which is totally cool. Yeah. But I student taught at Maple Hill, and then I went to another neighboring district for sixth grade. And my uh, cooperating teacher, she was like, Andrea, you have a position open. You should go for it. And I was like, okay. And it was my first interview ever. And I, I'm honest and I'm humbled when I say that I bombed the interview they passed me along but the principals wanted me and they passed me along to the board of education and i bombed it but they wanted me so i was grateful for the opportunity and i started as a second grade grant reading teacher 
And I'll be honest, I didn't know what I was doing. I was lucky to have these veteran teachers all around me to guide me. Yeah. Um, not saying that Oneonta did not prepare me uh, well. It's just in that particular position, I was like, ah. Uh, so I did the six months there. And, and then uh, that spring, my principal at the time was like, okay, we want you as a fourth grade teacher. And she, we have four wings in my building, red, yellow, blue, and green. She said, do you want to be green or blue? And I said, green. And uh, I taught fourth grade for nine years before having my first child. And then came back after a year of maternity for another year of fourth grade and then had our second child a year off. And then uh, while I was on maternity, they sent a survey out because a new uh, elementary building was due to open in the fall of 2013. And they sent a survey out, you know, what do you teach? What are you qualified in? What was the last grade that you taught? What would you like to teach for the 2013-14 school year? And I just remember staring and I was like, I just clicked K. Prior to having my own children, I was like, oh gosh, the thought of like bending over to tie shoelaces all day and bloody noses and accidents. I was like, not interested. But for some reason, I, you know, I think my kids having my own, it didn't matter anymore. Like I was covered in, you know what, you know, yeah. <laughs> baby. Um, so yeah, I was, uh, this is my eighth year teaching kindergarten. So, I mean, technically I have 17 uh, with the three years of maternity. I add that. So it'll be 20. Yeah. Oh, that's um, yeah kindergarten for almost as long as I taught fourth grade and I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's great. I don't mind tying shoelaces or say, go get a tissue for that yeah. or okay. <laughs> There's sponges at that age. So yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. So I mean, obviously, uh, you know, in our time here with the COVID and the pandemic and certainly uh, school changed has changed a lot. Um, yeah. How, how do you think being a student athlete helped you manage uh, that time, this time? Well, I can tell you with certainty that if I didn't have softball as an outlet, I probably wouldn't have done that well with academics. Um, so it was, I had to learn a balance. You know, if I wanted to play, I needed to keep my grades up. Yeah. And if I really didn't have softball, I don't know. I mean, I'm very grateful to have been blessed with the ability to play softball. So Oneonta having softball, I'm just, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I was able to balance and learn to kind of be more independent because, you know, coming from the West Town, Middletown area, you know, family all around. And I, I mean, granted it was only two hours away, but learning to be independent and balance uh, not only the academics, the athletics, uh, but a checkbook, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of that comes into play. So you know, referring to last year and the craziness of teaching both virtually and in person, um, you know, I, I think Oneonta had a lot to do. It had a, a lot to do with preparing me. Um, when I really stop and think about it, I didn't just go through the motions. You know, I, I had to learn and adapt. So last year, being one of the toughest years ever teaching, I had to learn and adapt. Right. So. And, um, I hope I answered the question. I feel like I went off on a tangent. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this is like this is the kind of conversation because obviously people are you know that are going to be listening, you know they want to get to know a little bit more about you. And certainly as a school teacher, uh, you know this has yeah. been a trying time for even us here at the college. Uh, you know trying to deal with what we had to go through. Uh, yeah, but, of course. 
from your perspective, you know, being a, being there in the moment, um, you know, just to be able to, to share that. So I appreciate that. Um, no so are there any other, you know, maybe not so much on the field, but, um, you know, off the field memories uh, from Oneonta? Well, yeah. Um, I mean, just I just immediately thought of living off campus. Um, I was fortunate enough to uh, rent a house with Hillary. Oh, Hillary Schaefer. Yes, Hillary Schaefer, Missy, um, and Carrie Andino would always come over. Uh, so just hanging out with them there. Um, Post graduation, um, the the four of us plus uh, another. Her name was Vanessa, and she played tennis. For, I think maybe the first two years of college. Okay. Um, we, you know, we we communicated a lot, and I don't know, just. Life's got busy. Thank God for Facebook, honestly, because I, you know, was able to reconnect yeah. with them, and you know, I, I would love to see them again. Um, but it's nice to be able to just kind of chat briefly um, through Facebook and, right. and see how our lives are changing. Like we yeah. have families, and you know, we're getting older, and it's just nice to um, to be able to have that outlet. Right. I saw. Um uh, when we had John Speranzi's, uh, when he was inducted into our Hall of Fame, uh, they had a little reception for him, you know, and I stopped in or whatever, and it was great to see some of the past yes, players. I and Facebook. <laughs> I know, really. Uh, did you, they must have posted a bunch of stuff on Facebook. about they, that. There were a few, yeah. I don't yeah. know if any were including, but uh, <laughs> yeah. no, the ones I saw, the ones I saw were, yeah. were nice. Just, it was nice smiles. And yeah, just... You know, and I think, you know, to, to appreciate someone like John Speranzi, who had been associated, you know, he's still with us. Uh, you know, he still does come around. He still offers his words of advice. You know how he is, you know, <laughs> like the way yes, he, I remember. Um, yeah, he, but you know what? It's just truthful. You know, John's a truthful guy um, and he will tell you like it is, but he does care. Um, yes. And I think that was, uh, you know, I think it was a good balance between Flu and John. Uh, you know, you had Flu who, you know, I think most of the time he just said, here, John, you deal with the players. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I think. Well, he had, I mean, he has a daughter. And I mean, she was a lot younger at the time, right, Marissa. Right, right. So he had the girl experience, right, I right. suppose. <laughs> <laughs> right, and Flu, all he had was sons. Um, yeah, so he was like, yeah, I, can, I remember, like, oh, yeah, go. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, I mean, uh, do you have any uh, special um, thank yous you'd like to send to anyone as we get kind of closed down here? But is there anybody you'd like sure, to thank? I, well, first and foremost, I thank God because he, you know, without him, this wouldn't have happened. Um, but I, I thank my parents, my family for um, fostering the work ethic that I needed to do well throughout my softball career here and then of course in college you know flu hi flu yeah. uh Speranti, thank you um and tom oh optinbrow yes top optinbrow yep yeah uh i don't i don't last i knew he was in kentucky um Coaching. so thank you tom yeah. if you, yes if uh you are seeing us watching this thank you all of my teammates um all the parents of teammates because they were supporting us, you know, at home games and those who could make the away games. Uh, my professors, um, counselors, everyone, just thank you because I don't, 
think that we would be here in this moment right now if all of these people weren't in my path along the way. Right. And you, Jeff, of course. <laughs> yeah. So I have five questions that I'd like to ask you just to uh, just give me the first things that pop into your head. Uh, what's your favorite meal? Eggplant Parmesan. Oh, my God. Do I love eggplant Parmesan? <laughs> uh, we're going to have to make sure that's on the menu in June. Um, yes. So <laughs> uh, what's your favorite movie? Goonies. Goonies. Oh, that's yes. a classic. <laughs> it um, is. <laughs> And my, my sons love that movie. Um, the, uh, so the next one is, what's your favorite genre of music? Oh, I enjoy all kinds of music. Uh, I really do. I, I can tell you what I don't prefer. I don't really prefer country. Uh, I'm a mixed bag. I like, yeah. I, I, don't, I can't answer that. I like, I like a lot. Okay, okay, that's good. And uh, who's your favorite <laughs> athlete all time? All time athlete of, oh my gosh. Um, I love Michael Jordan. Um, yeah, uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, he just Michael he's the first Jordan. One that okay, that's a popular choice. I mean, he certainly <laughs> was <laughs> one of the greatest. Uh, yeah. And the place you would most like to visit? Oh man, I definitely nothing's coming to my mind right away. All right, I want to visit an African safari with my family. I want to see the animals. Wow. I'm do that. Yeah. I think that's the first one. That's the first time someone said that. That's pretty good. I hope you get to do that someday. Yes. All right. Thank you. Um, so listen, uh, once again, congratulations. It's certainly a well-deserved honor. You know, Liz and I were talking the other day as well about how many players on that 2001 team are in the Hall of Fame. And Impressive. I think yeah. we almost have the entire infield. The only one missing is Tara Hinkle, yes, uh, who played first I, I base. Well, she, gets she is on the ballot, and I keep pushing for her, and so we'll hopefully we'll get her in. And there's a couple of outfielders, um, Kelly Winnie. Yes, uh, oh, speed one. demon. He could yeah. run. He yeah, could run. so we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll see. Maybe we'll get all nine of you in at one, one time, and we'll, we'll see. But, that would be amazing. Yeah, Thank well, you. listen, congratulations again, and, and certainly we look forward to seeing you in June, and uh, certainly have a great holiday season. Thank you so much. Same to you. Okay. Well, I'd like to thank my guest, Hall of Famer, Andrea Bradford-Decker, for joining me on today's show. And as always, I'd like to thank you for watching and listening. And please remember that you can download uh, the audio portion of this episode uh, to your smart devices from our website. And you can also watch the video on our YouTube channel. So until next time, thank you. And we'll see you next time in the Ozone.